0: Hello and welcome to the Friday Night Author Roundtable. I'm your host, Chris Baker, and during the next half hour, we'll be speaking with several very talented authors about their newly released books, what their inspiration was for creating their unique stories, and why it would be a great book to read and share with your friends and family. I'm a huge fan of poetry, and I always love to to see books of poems, and, and that's what we've got on the next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable. The book is called Rhyming Poetryology, Poems for All Generations by author Laverne Moore from Fulton Books. Laverne, thank you for being on the show.
1: Thank you. Thanks for calling.
0: Now tell everybody a, a little bit about this book of poetry.
1: Oh, this book, is, it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> I wrote it, but I have to say it's wonderful. It's a collection of creative rhyming poems, and they I have um, 77 of them in seven different categories. The first one I call miscellaneous because there are 30 different titles. And those poems are about real life experiences, such things as living from paycheck to paycheck, uh, income tax, uh, mother-in-law, karma, bullying. And the first one in the miscellaneous category is called The Beauty of America. And these are all really fun. They're easy to read. They're about things that people actually experience every day, even though they might not experience it, they may know something about it or know other people who have. Uh, but the other category that's really strong, too, is African American history. Uh, there's a poem in there about Obama, a uh, first black president, Martin Luther King, uh, jump in the Broom. And the first one is from Africa. They came. It's a really succinct version of African American history, which is which was my very first poem that I wrote. There's also a category. Education is key. Advice for millennials. Bullying in there. uh, What good teachers do. Crying out for help, and some of them are about actual students. Uh, holiday poems, there are five holiday poems. There are three on pets. There's one called The Dog Is My Shepherd. You know, the, you hear The Lord is My Shepherd, but I call <laughs> The Dog Is My Shepherd. It is about a German Shepherd, though. There are poems about family reunions as well as uh, poems about retirement. So they all, of the 77, 75 of them actually. Every Verse rhymes, and I had a lot of fun writing them. People will really uh, find them very interesting. As I said, they're easy reading, they're fun, and, and enjoyable.
0: Now, how was it working with Fulton Books to, to get this book published and to be able to to share these poems?
1: Excellent, excellent. Uh, Andrew is one of the best. Initially, I didn't, I had no idea what publishing entails, and he just kind of guided me through. He was very patient, very uh, encouraging, but I was like, oh, I can't go. I don't know if I can do this. And they, they were the best. They, If I had another book to publish, I would certainly go through Fulton Books.
0: Now, I know this, uh, of course, there's a lot of topics that you cover in your poems, and, and I'm sure a lot of different individual messages. But if you could say as a whole with this book, what do you hope the reader uh, gets out of this collection?
1: I find enjoyment, enjoyment, of seeing themselves in the book. A lot of, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will see themselves in some of the poetry because of the, so many titles. And, and, and they may have some hobbies, such as some people may just really adore pets. And they can go to the the, read the poems about pets. Uh, They may enjoy, if you're an educator, a person in uh, the teacher that's in the education field would definitely use some of these poems in some of their programs, you know, black history programs that they have or some of the other programs that they have. I just want people to enjoy the book, enjoy the poems. It's fun, and it's easy reading. I hope they enjoy it as much as I enjoyed writing them, and I'm sure they will.
0: I think people are going to really enjoy this book. The book is called Rhyming Poetryology, Poems for All Generations, by author Laverne Moore from Fulton Books. You can pick up your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, Google Play, uh, just a few of the sources online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And, Laverne, thank you for being on the show.
1: And thank you. So much for calling.
0: Of course, in life we always have questions and perplexities, and I think this next book in the Friday Night Author Roundtable is going to be some great Bible-based answers and uh, insight into some of those life's questions. The book is called Affirmation Station: Helpful Hints for the Human Heart by author Ed Lannan from Christian Faith Publishing. Ed, thank you for being on the show.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Now, tell everybody a, a little bit about your book.
2: Uh, Affirmation Station is a scriptural devotional with three or more scriptures verses on over a hundred different subjects, so our faith and hope are in God and not with uh, man's opinions mixed in.
0: Now, what inspired you uh, to, to write this devotional?
2: The Lord helped me uh, come out of depression when I was an early man, and He's been faithful to me ever since. And a lot of times when I come up across difficulties in different areas, I've needed uh, pure scriptural answers that I could trust that God was on my side, He was with me, He was for me, and He was correcting me as he encouraged me, and uh, I wanted to share that with others so that we can uh, all come to a a fuller assurance of faith.
0: And I have to imagine that, you know, if you're talking about a target audience, this is really uh, has something for everyone because you cover so many different topics. And, and you know, it's it's not just one verse backing up. Uh, you know, you've got multiple verses for each uh, heading. Is that kind of what you had in mind? This is really uh, there's no target audience. You, you really think this is a book that everybody really would get a lot from?
2: Yes, I think. If people are searching for faith or, or want their faith reinforced and simplified, being able to base it on God's Word you know, would be for everyone. I certainly would hope that people would come to faith in Jesus Christ um, by, by reading this book along with those that are, are in Christ to be established, strengthened, settled, and, uh, and helped as they embrace God's Word more fully.
0: Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to, to have this book uh, published and to be able to, to share this?
2: They, they were very good. They, um, they were patient with me, and because and, um, I'm the f- first time I've written a book, and they were uh, very helpful in the editing and letting me re- rewrite where I had uh, messed up and, uh, and got off track. So I appreciate them very much.
0: Now now that you have your, your first book under your belt, do you think this is something you might like to do again, maybe a, a follow-up to this book, or do you have anything else you'd like to write about?
2: Yes, I'd like to write another scriptural devotional and, uh, more uh, directly about uh, making our home in Christ, keeping our eyes on Jesus and truly being devoted to Him and uh, the Father. Well, well,
0: we look forward to that. Now, this book, uh, Affirmation Station, when when people are finished reading this devotional and it's all said and done, what do you hope is the most important uh, overall message that that readers get from this?
2: I would say that God truly wants them to have their lives anchored on His Word, that, you know, the redemption in Christ Jesus is real and that He's going to stay with them and He's begun a good work in them and that He's going to complete it, that God is faithful who called us into fellowship with His Son.
0: Well, that is a great message indeed, and I think this book is going to be a true blessing, this devotional, uh, I think, going to help strengthen uh, people's daily walk, and I think everyone needs to pick up a copy of this. The book is called Affirmation Station, Helpful Hints for the Human Heart by author Ed Lannan from Christian Faith Publishing. You can get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, the brick-and-mortar stores. Those are just uh, a few of the locations, and Ed, thank you for being on the show.
2: Thank you very much.
0: Our next book in the Friday Night Author Roundtable, really excited to talk about because it is the third and final installment in the Gone Fishing trilogy. The book is called Gone Fishing, The Sinker by author Jane Hurd-Derozier from Fulton Books. Uh, good to have you back on the show, Jane.
3: Well, thank you for having me back, Chris. I'm really excited to tell everybody about this final book, The Sinker.
0: Yeah, let's uh, let's dig into this because uh, I'm excited to, to I mean, I, we, I know you don't want to give away the, the ending, but I'm excited to find out a little more about this book. I want you to tell everybody.
4: The okay. Well, this is the the
3: final part of Discovery for my main character, Ethel, who has been searching these past two books for more information about her mom. Her mom passes away when she was born, so she has just been getting information in bits and pieces from her father, who doles it out every once in a while. So she's been on this journey of Discovery, and as this book opens, she is looking at the last and final piece of information that was in a box that her dad gave her in the the box were several pictures and little mementos. And Ethel has figured out what each one of them means along the way. But there's this one last one, and it's a picture of her mother and another young woman. Looks like they're in their college days. And when she figures out finally who is in this picture, that unlocks the whole rest of the mystery of her mother.
0: How was it you for you as an author to put this expansive story together uh, with all these twists and turns and mystery and things like that? And how was that for you uh, writing? It,
1: it was a very
3: interesting journey for myself. Uh, being a first-time writer w- beginning with The Hook, I just thought there was going to be one book. I actually, I, it started out as, it w- as a newsletter. There were funny little newsletters and then I was urged to put it into a book and then I realized that there was a bigger story here. And the character Just kept telling me their stories as I went along. It was, as I said, it is the most unusual process as these people just fell out of my brain and into my fingers, (laughs) to (laughs) to say the least. But they, I mean, and they just kept wanting me to tell more. I know people have asked me now that this book is finished. They go, "But what's next?" And I said, "You know, I said I think they're all taking a break. No one's, <laughs> no <laughs> one's asking me." <laughs>
0: now, having done this trilogy and and working with Fulton Books, how was the process the third time around? And and what would you say was probably one of the most enjoyable aspects of of working with Fulton?
3: Working with them, I know the product that I'm getting. I'm getting a book that looks good when you hold it in your hand. It's it's something that. That I'm proud of. I know I have seen... Other friends who have done self-publishing, and I kind of look at them and I go, hmm, okay, not so much. But I know that I'm getting a good product, and and they're great to work with. I, you know, I have different uh, publication assistants uh, over the books and, and different folks that help out. I know one of the best things that I've seen in the last two books was the video trailer that people can find on YouTube, and, and those make me feel like a
4: superstar <laughs> when I see those.
0: Now, of course, this uh, this trilogy, the Gone Fishing trilogy, has come to a, a conclusion, and, and I know you said these ca- characters kind of taking a break but uh, do you have any uh, any other stories you'd like to tell down the road any new characters uh, you might be working on oh,
3: yes yes like I said those folks have taken a break and I have a whole new bunch that have come into my mind um, I had started to do a blog this summer and so next one will be a collection of short stories and poems and I'm going to entitle it The, uh, the Summer of Strawberry Rhubarb Pie because there, I have one story one short story about a woman who makes strawberry rhubarb pies when there's been a death of, of someone in town but while well, that seems rather morbid, the story about why she does that and, and what happens when people sit down and have a piece of pie with someone and the exchange that they create. So there, so there's a lot of other people up here <laughs> running around in my head.
0: <laughs> well, wonderful. we we got a lot to look forward to from you. Now, this book, Gone Fishing the Sinker, and even in, you know, in the totality of it, uh, the whole trilogy, uh, Gone Fishing the Hook, the Line, and the Sinker, uh, what do you hope is the most important thing that comes across to readers uh, when they're finished with uh, this book and, 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 like I said, in the bigger picture, this trilogy?
3: Well, I think as, as I've gone along, I mean, you know, you have a woman who's, who's yearning and fishing for information, but I think at the very end... She recognizes the true definition of family and that it's sometimes it is not the blood relation family that you have, but it's your life family. Because all through these three books, her life family in the town of Piney Bluff have supported her, whether, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. that family is what has supported her. And I think people will come away with that good feeling of it doesn't matter who your family is, it's... The people around you that love you, that support
0: you. Well, this whole trilogy, uh, Gone Fishing the Hook, uh, Gone Fishing the Line, and Gone Fishing the Sinker, I think going to be a, a wonderful read for anyone who picks it up. Uh, I think it's just got a little something for everyone. I encourage everyone to pick up this trilogy, especially this uh, one we've been talking about, uh, Gone Fishing the Sinker, by author Jane Herderosier from Fulton Books. You can get your copy uh, today at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, Google Play, and as well as... Uh, janeherderosier.com Jane's website Uh, do that pick it up you're going to love it and uh, Jane thank you for being on the show
4: well thank you
3: Chris for having me. As always, this has been a great time.
0: For anybody who's had questions about things of the Bible, I think this next book is going to be a great resource. The book is called Bible Answers by author Rosalind Gaston Rabouin from Christian Faith Publishing. Rosalind, thank you for being on the show.
5: Thank you.
0: Now tell everybody about your book.
5: My name is Rosalind Rabouin, wife of Pastor Elwyn Rabouin, and the author of the book Bible Answers. And in French, la Bible répond.
0: Now, is this your first book?
5: No, this is the fourth book I publish. but I don't claim to be a writer for that. I just consider myself like an instrument, like an arrow in the hand of a warrior, or like an instrument, because it cannot make any sound without a musician. My book inspired from the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, I couldn't make it, because I wouldn't have any knowledge or qualification to do it. But God qualified me, according to 1 Corinthians Chapter first verse 27 and 29. God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty, that no flesh should glorify in His presence.
0: Now, what made you want to write this book? Uh, Where did that all kind of start?
5: After spending years studying the Bible, Inspired from the Holy Spirit, God put a desire in my heart to write this book to share the messages with the whole world so everyone would get the message before the returning of Christ. First of all, to help people understand the objective of the coming and the returning of Christ on earth. Second, to unveil some prophecies for the time of the end that God has asked Daniel to keep still and secret until the end of the time. Daniel 12, verse 4, 9 and 10. Also, Isaiah 29, verse 9 to 14. Jesus quoted it in Matthew 13, verse 13 to 15. Those prophecies revealed now by the authority of the blood of Jesus Christ, Apocalypse or Revelation 22, verse 1 to 5. Those prophecies are revealed now by the authority and the power of the Holy Spirit at first, verse 8. Second, to help people understand God's plan for mankind through the blood of Jesus Christ. Fourth, to answer some questions that we all face faith to help prepare everyone for the judgment day. According to John 12:48, Jesus said, He who rejects me and doesn't receive my word has that which judge him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. For what it is good for a man to gain the whole world if he loses his own soul, says Jesus, knowing your Bible is knowing God in the future.
0: Now, when, when people read this book, what, what's kind of uh, your desire for for what uh, people get out of it? What are, what are your expectations for uh, what people get out of this book?
4: The desire
5: of my heart, or my expectation, is for the whole world to hear and accept these messages before the return of Christ. So every believer can be saved and get everlasting life, so they can live in happiness with Jesus Christ, our Savior, as the Bible said in Revelation 22, verse 1 to 5, which would be the result of the prayer that Jesus teaches to pray every day until his return, in Matthew 6, verse 10.
0: Well, I tell you what, this is a a fascinating book that I think uh, a lot of people are going to be blessed for reading, and I encourage everyone to pick up their copy. The book is called Bible Answers by author Rosalind Gaston Rabouin from Christian Faith Publishing. You can get your copy today, Amazon.com. Barnes and Noble iTunes online as well as at the brick and mortar stores, just a a few of the locations. And Rosaline, thank you for being on the show.
5: Thank you very much for your time and thank you to all listeners. If somebody wants to contact me, they can send an email to me, knowingyourbible at life.com or knowingyourbible1 at gmail.com.
0: Our next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable could be best described as a modern day fable with a, a wonderful lesson. The book is called A Spoiled Island Boy by author Tawana D. Pulley-Jardine from Colton Books. Uh, Tawana, thank you for being on the show.
4: Thank you for having me.
0: Now, tell everybody a, a little bit about your story.
4: Well, my story is about a young boy that happens to learn a lesson about being obedient and humble to his parents.
0: Now, what inspired this? Uh, did, did you draw from any of your own personal experiences, or, or how did this story
4: come about? Well, this story came about from my husband. My husband is from Jamaica, and... He told me a little bit about when he was a little boy, some of the things that he had to go through as a child. And with him telling me all of these funny stories, he inspired me to put it into a book.
0: Now, what kind of uh, age ranger are you uh, gearing this book towards? Who's going to be your target reader for this?
4: Um, My target readers would be kids in elementary school and, and above.
0: And I'm sure this is, uh, you know, it's got a great uh, moral to the story that, that kids, I think, really need to learn. But i got to imagine parents and, you know, adults reading this to and with kids uh, could probably learn a, a little bit from this as well. Did you kind of have that in mind when you wrote this?
4: Most definitely.
0: Now, how was it for you uh, working with uh, Fulton Books to, to get this uh, published? How was that process for you?
4: Well, working with Fulton Books was a smooth process. Um, they were guiding me every step of the way.
0: Now, is this something you might like to to do again, maybe a a sequel to this book, uh, turn it into a series, or do you have other things you'd like to write about?
4: Yes, I have quite a few other stories that I have written, and I would definitely work again with Fulton Books.
0: Oh, excellent. Well, we're excited to, to, to read more in the future. Now, this book, A Spoiled Island Boy, uh, when it's all said and done and kids have read this and, and their you know, parents and grandparents have read it to, to and with the kids, what do you hope is the overall uh, message that comes across uh, from this story?
4: Well, my hope from, them, from people reading this story is, number one, um, to get some humor from it, because we do have some, some funny parts in the story. And also to have the the children to understand that our parents are important to us. Don't take them for granted. Be obedient to your parents. Listen to your parents. They're there to help you become good citizens and, and good adults. So I would definitely love for them to take away from this, from the book. It's a growing up experience. It's a growing experience.
0: Well, I think this is a, a fantastic book, a, a fun read with a, a great moral to the story, which I think, you know, it, uh, is very important for kids, uh, especially at a young age. And I think they're going to get that and a whole lot more from this. The book is called A Spoiled Island Boy by author Tawana D. pulley Jardine from Fulton Books. You can get your copy today at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, Google Play, online, as well as at the brick and mortar stores. Those are just a, a handful of the locations. And Tawana, thank you for being on the show.
4: Thank you for having me once again.
0: For many people, finding our identity can be difficult sometimes. And I think this next book in the Friday Night Author Roundtable is going to be uh, a great guide in finding that identity we're looking for. The book is called Who Are You? by author Kevin McKinney from Christian Faith Publishing. Kevin, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Now tell everybody a little bit about your book.
6: Basically, like you've stated, it is a book about identity, but it's a book that really gives... reader a place to start from to go and find out exactly how to manifest his identity or their identity in particular. A lot of the problems with identity of people, we've taken on a whole lot of it from outside of ourselves rather than starting from who we actually are and moving from that point on. A lot of culture, a lot of society, a lot of even our own parental units and our churches as well are more than willing to tell us who we are, but the question is, does it really reflect who we are? You know, unfortunately, a lot of times, no, it's not. So it's like it's the age-old question, and we hear it a whole lot. It's the reason why for the title of the book in particular, you hear this question, who are you? It can either be a question to challenge you or indict you, depending upon how it's stated. So it kind of starts the reader off from a place where they can start from and then explore that.
0: What inspired uh, you to write this book, and, and did you draw from any of your own personal experiences?
6: I love it, yeah, I did in particular. It's just like uh, part of my own experience and stuff like that, you know, growing up, and it was always that search for identity, you know, growing up in my particular household and stuff and the identity and the culture that I was in. There was always a challenge there because I was always the kid who did things differently than everybody else. You know, it was always the question of a lot of teachers, Kevin, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? Why don't you do it this way? How come you don't do it that way? And there was always always a challenge there. So there was always that question, well, who am I? You know, and there was never any set particular answers that would sit well enough in my mind to proceed from. So it's been a lifelong ambition. That question is always haunting everybody. Who are you? Right. The opposing view is, who do you think you are? And it's usually the indictment end of it. When people don't like who or what they see in you, you know, because your identity doesn't agree with who they think you are.
0: Now, how was it for you working with Christian Faith Publishing?
6: Yeah, it was a really good road and opportunity. They were very, very helpful. Um, they did an excellent job in guiding me through the whole process and uh, were quite patient with me because you know, uh, as a new author and stuff like that, there's things that you have to learn about you know, editing and putting things into the right formats and getting it all down so that it was readable and usable. They definitely were excellent in helping me out with that.
0: Now this book, uh, Who Are You?, what do you hope is the most important message that comes through?
6: Since I've written it almost wholly in a, in a Christian point of view, did they really get to see they are in the big picture with with God, with Jesus, and what that can accomplish. You know, we've been given a great commission and the commissioning statements, but how do we go about doing that? You know, without really knowing who or what we are, we really can't get to that point. So, hopefully, this will give them the opportunity to really disciple themselves and help others disciple into really bringing about the true Christian view what humanity is, and therefore, you know, literally bringing heaven down to earth so that we can fulfill everything we're supposed
0: to. That is a, a, an important message, and of course, uh, everyone's looking for their, you know, God's purpose in their life, and I think this book is going to be a, a great jumpstart to, to finding that out for, for each and every reader's uh, own self. The book is called Who Are You? by author Kevin McKinney from Christian Faith Publishing. I encourage everyone, pick up your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, the brick-and-mortar stores. Those are just a handful of the locations. And Kevin, thank you for being on the show.
6: Thank you very much, and you have a great day.
0: Thank you so much for joining us for the Friday Night Author Roundtable. We'll be back next week with another great group of talented authors to discuss their books, their process, and their accomplishments. Have a great weekend, everyone.